piece of plastic or a, a check, these things will be as archaic as standing in front of a car with a crank to turn the engine on. Conference Record has joined the conference. Hello? Hey, hey. Hello. Hey, let's rock and roll. You're listening to PayPal Currency, brought to you by PayPal. I'm Terrence Mickey. I'm Mary Domowitz. We interviewed some of the key players at PayPal to understand why becoming a customer champion and other cultural changes are necessary for success. Each podcast is just 15 minutes, most likely a fraction of your commute. Episode 1, A CEO's Lightning Bolt. After years of little change, the world of payments is undergoing rapid transformation. PayPal is awakening to intense competition. But switching from a swipe to a tap is really only the beginning. In a mature e-commerce market like the U.S., companies need to innovate and put the customer first to succeed. Understanding this complex and rapidly evolving space can be challenging. In this episode, we will explore why and how PayPal is always striving to deliver the best for their customers. And that's the nature and the challenge of being in the payment space. One failure is failure. Like, you don't get a second chance, and sadly, that's just the way it is. But you got to set a high bar, and, and frankly, I feel like we do it every day. That's Gary Marino. He's the SVP of America's Region and Credit Products. And that sets the stage for what's at stake in the digital payment space. But to really understand the stakes, let's start at the beginning. A long time ago, when people first started trading with each other, you knew who you were working with. That's Steve Fusco. He's the Vice President and General Manager of North American Distribution. And uh, even as uh, recently as the 70s and 80s, you know, you, you walk into a store, you saw the, the person behind the counter and you transacted with them. Then the internet happened. Uh, there was this moment that came seemingly out of nowhere where all of a sudden people had to do business with other people that they never saw, never met, knew nothing about, and uh, in many cases were in completely different parts of the world. And what that was, was it was a problem that needed to be solved to unlock the power of the internet. And that's the moment when PayPal was born. The beauty of it, like, like so many other great success stories in technology to me, is that this was a very, very difficult problem to solve, but it had to be solved in a way that was simple, was elegant, and was beautiful. Through the lens of how we bank and shop today, the past looks quaint, if not clunky. If you chose the drive through option, a pneumatic tube would have delivered your check and deposit slip inside for processing. And if you used your credit card at the store, they would have dragged out the manual credit card imprint machine. There's no question that the digital age has revolutionized financial transactions. We don't even have a sound for the financial transaction of today. And the digital age is not over yet. The way that people interact with the world around them has been completely rewired by the introduction and, and now ubiquity of connected mobile devices. It's the most influential change in the way human beings interact. Steve went through a radical change himself. He started in the banking world. I was working for a large bank 
in New York. I ran a branch network. Clearly, banking is a huge part of people's lives, and, and I thought that was an amazing business. But he wondered. What would that whole financial system look like if we started from scratch and built it with technology? Then he started at PayPal in 2011. You know, when, when I joined PayPal, I really didn't know anything about PayPal. I had a PayPal account. Steve used it now and then to buy things on eBay, but he was by no means a convert. I thought of PayPal as the thing you needed to buy something on eBay. Someone who was a dinosaur and then in a moment um, stepped into this new world and opened his eyes and realized how incredible it was. Now Steve is a convert. He's experienced PayPal's express checkout and there's no going back. You know, I heard those talking points. I, I you know, it made sense to me. Uh, but the minute I tried it the first time and went to the express checkout experience, I, you know, I'm going to tell you, I get annoyed when it's not there now. I mean, I, you know, I, I tried the first time. I did it the first time because I was a new employee. But in that instant, I realized, holy cow, I mean, this really is different. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a dramatic change in, in expectations. A dramatic change in expectations. Let's sit with that phrase for a second. As customers, we're living in a time of radical change. Who have we become, and what do we expect now from our financial transactions? Steve explains it as a phenomenon. When we talk to customers, we, we, we talk about the, uh, the, the phenomenon of, you know, you come home after a long day of work, you, you throw your keys in your, in your wallet on the table, and... Um, you go upstairs and lie in bed and maybe you pull out your iPad and you start flipping through a few things and, and maybe you come across something you want to buy. Well, at that moment, your wallet is downstairs on the table. I know this has happened to you. It's happened to everybody. And in that moment, when you're talking to a merchant, what are you going to do? Is the person going to get out of bed and go downstairs and get their wallet? No, of course not. But with a PayPal account, they know their phone number, they know their PIN number, tap, tap, gun, and it's there. I live in Manhattan. I don't have a set of stairs from my bedroom to where I leave my wallet, but I get it. Even walking a few feet can be exhausting after I've binged watched a Netflix series and the clock is ticking on an online promotional offer. That's who I've become, unfortunately. The good news for customers is convenience. The good news for PayPal, they've got a 15-year head start on the market with the digital wallet. And, and the thing is, there's a 15-year head start on that. So even Steve, who thought of PayPal as, as the thing I needed for eBay, I had a PayPal account. That's the thing. And, and, and so it really doesn't make sense to go through the exercise of setting up any other digital wallet because I've already got one. And, and so once you recognize how much more valuable that, uh, that process is, you know, in a tablet or, or you know, on a mobile device or, or just in any general checkout, it just becomes your expectation. And that, that's really what I'm talking about when, when, when I message this notion of rewiring commerce and, and addressing the new expectations for experience and beauty that customers have. The challenge is to show how you can meet the expectation and then deliver on that expectation. Since our expectations have changed as customers, how do payment companies have to change in order to address what we need? It's all about us, after all. First, they need to create outstanding products, then they have to let us know what they are, and then they have to deliver on the expectations they've set and provide excellent service, 
striving for availability, reliability, and security. That's all hard enough to do, but there's another priority that payment companies often overlook. Friction is always going to be um, what we spend a lot of our time on and others don't in the payment space. That's Gary Marino again. Friction is anything that creates resistance for the customer during a financial transaction. Friction is having to give extensive personal information for a simple purchase. It's pretty obvious to our organization today, not obvious five years ago, by the way, but obvious to our organization that one of the most important muscles we need to develop is on the consumer side. The CEO, Dan Schulman, is part of the reason for PayPal's new awareness of the consumer. I think Dan has really, really brought that home. His very first meeting with all of us when he joined was... How about we describe our company as a consumer company? And I think that was a lightning bolt call to action for us to really start to build up our sets of assets and experiences there. And so the best thing we did was that lightning bolt, um, that we're, let's define our company around around our, our clients, and in this case, our, our consumers. And so that was, the, that was the best thing we've done. Steve Fusco echoes the impact of this lightning bolt. One of the great things about our new CEO, Dan Schulman, is that he, he understands this. He understands the, the age-old maxim of concentrate your force where there is the most value. And uh, he's doing that by forcing us to be a customer-centric company. To not think of things in terms of what we want to do or what would be good for us, but instead be brutally realistic about what do our customers need. And then let's limit what we can do to what we can truly execute on with with greatness. There are customers like you and me, individuals who forget our credit cards downstairs when we shop online in bed. But what about the merchants who rely on PayPal? What do they need and expect from a payment company? And there's a lot of evolution, there's a lot of change, and there's a lot of unexpected, uh, both opportunities and challenges to deal with. But uh, I want a wild ride. My greatest fear is to be bored. And I can tell you, we are not bored at PayPal. I'm Dan Lieberman, and I'm the Vice President and General Manager of the Small and Medium Business Unit for PayPal North America. I joined PayPal in uh, mid-2014, coming from a background in payments and digital payments uh, more broadly, and I, uh, PayPal was the only place I would have left my other job for because of the opportunity set that PayPal has to really change the way that merchants sell, the way that consumers shop, and all of the surrounding services that can be provided in credit, in commerce enablement. And, and I really felt that PayPal was the only place that could, uh, that could realize that opportunity. What really attracted Dan to PayPal was the capabilities the company had to support merchants. When you start to add value to customers with things like PayPal working capital beyond just payments, you start to see how you can really build a brand and a relationship with a customer that's far more than just a single service provider. And you really become a partner to that customer. And so I point to PayPal working capital as one of those reasons why I thought PayPal could specifically address many more opportunities than just payments processing in a really exciting way. For PayPal, being a customer champion 
means making life easier for businesses and consumers. And when you when you ask small and medium businesses what their biggest pain point is in trying to grow their business, believe it or not, it's still a lack of, of capital to grow. And what that shows is even after the recovery from the financial crisis, the traditional lenders that are out there are not serving small and medium businesses with the kinds of lending products that really help them. You've seen other providers enter the market that are, are alternative lenders, but the, the kinds of products that they're, that they're giving to small and medium businesses, the interest rates on those products, it's, it's not a great fit for a lot of businesses. So PayPal is able to use the information they have to address a very common and widespread pain point about, I can't get credit. I can't get capital to grow my business. When you're able to give access to working capital in that way, it deepens the relationship of the company with the customers and expands the universe of things you might be able to do to help them grow over time. As PayPal continues to help merchants grow and the company grows with them, there will be no going back to the way things used to be. We are, we are now knee-deep into an accelerated change curve that is simply going to require a change in the way everything is presented or else uh, uh, you know, the companies that are presenting those things will fail. Now, there's only the future. When you look back, you'll find that PayPal has become the technology partner for small businesses, medium-sized businesses, middle market companies, large global enterprises, and that enables those businesses of all shapes and sizes, whether they're online, offline, or both, to connect with and communicate with consumers in a way that is seamless, beautiful, and embedded in experiences so much as to become essentially invisible. To make the experience of a financial transaction so easy for customers that it's almost invisible, that's PayPal's goal. PayPal Currency was produced and edited by Mary Domowitz and Terrence Mickey of Thought Warrior, with music by First Com Music. This podcast series was paid for by PayPal in partnership with Gary Marino. Special thanks to MSL Group. And thank you, Intercall, for the conference record. To listen to other PayPal podcasts, go to soundcloud.com slash PayPal currency. PayPal is the secure, easy way to pay and get paid. Visit paypal.com to learn more about PayPal accounts.